It's time again for Legal Talk on E-Radio and as always we're joined by Han and Han Attorneys today discussing protecting your invention and brand and joining us is Janusz Luterich from uh, Han and Han Attorneys. A very big hello to you Janusz, how are you doing? Uh, great, thanks. As we approaching the end of winter, I love this time of the year. It doesn't look like the end of winter my side, but uh, we'll probably get there eventually. <laughs> uh, but it's lovely this time of year. Spring's just around the corner. And um, today, a very interesting topic. Uh, thank you for, for choosing this topic. We're talking about copyright and patents and all that kind of stuff. Logos, you name it, uh, registered trademarks. And But let's just start off with copyright, uh, Janusz. How do you get copyright and what does that copyright protect? Thank you. Yeah, so copyright is a very interesting right. And most importantly, you don't have to register it. It exists automatically. So if you create a work, a painting, you write a book, uh, some sort of a musical thing, then it automatically has copyright. You don't have to register it anywhere. And this is very important because sometimes registering things scares people off. It obviously costs money and you do not have that problem with copyright. But copyright does not protect any technical type of thing, such as an invention. So people will phone me and say, I want to copyright my idea. I have a new fishing reel with a new hook. And then I have to tell them, look, that is not a copyright. That's actually a patent because that's a technical invention. It's not a creative work. It's not an artwork. It's not music, etc. Okay, and can I protect my invention by getting a, a copyright? So, no. In general, you can't protect inventions by getting a copyright. The only part of the invention you can sometimes get some protection for is if you've done engineering drawings. So, you've got proper manufacturing drawings of how to make your piece of machinery or your invention. Then, in fact, you would have copyright in that drawing. And if somebody was to use your drawing to copy your machine or device that you made, then you could stop them. But you would have no protection in how it works or the advantages that it leads to. Okay, and what is a, a patent exactly, and how do I get one for my invention? Okay, so as I was saying, copyright doesn't have to be registered. A patent is something that the government issues to you because you have applied to the patent office. The patent office in South Africa is called CIPC. It's the Companies and Intellectual Property Commission, which is in Pretoria. And what happens is one files an application at the patent office together with the full description and explanation of how the invention works, how it's different from other inventions that came before it, and how it solves a problem that probably the, the previous inventions didn't address. So you need a patent application in which your invention is fully described. This gets filed at the patent office, and that's how you get a patent. So let's say, for instance, uh, I've come up with uh, a new brand name and a logo for a clothing range. Can I patent that? Yeah. So this question is interesting because people sometimes call and they say, I want to patent my new clothing range. And then I think they've invented something about the clothing. Maybe it's waterproof or something. And then they say, oh, and this is the name of it. So what they actually want is a trademark. 
not a patent. So a name or a logo is not a patent. It's in fact a trademark. And if there's an artwork associated with that, it may also have copyright. So if I now register a trademark, what protection will I have? Can I stop someone from copying my, let's say, new machine for which I've registered the name as a trademark? Thank you. No. So a trademark is exactly that. It protects the name and sometimes the logo, if you've registered the logo, of whatever it is. Let's say it's a new machine. Let's say it's a car. If you think about a car, a car has a brand. Now, if you have registered that brand name, you can certainly stop somebody else from calling their car by that brand name. But you can't stop them from making a car having the same features as your car. So a trademark is really to identify your product from those of other and differentiate it from those of other people in the market, rather than differentiating it on how it works. Interesting. Now, on TV products are advertised with a, a worldwide patent. How would I get my hands on one of those worldwide patents? So this is actually a trick question, because in reality, there's no such thing. And every time I sit and watch TV and I see people claiming to have a worldwide patent, I, e I either chuckle or my blood pressure goes up. It depends <laughs> what mood I'm in, because there really isn't anything like that. Patents are of a national nature. You can get a patent per country mm. and where you have a patent, you have protection, and where you don't, you don't have protection. So if you file a patent in South Africa, you have a patent here, that means someone in Botswana can use your invention and you could do nothing to them. But yeah. the minute they brought it into South Africa, you could immediately stop them because you had a patent here. Okay. If you want to get patents in other countries, you have to file in all the countries where you want a patent. There are some procedures you can follow to group certain countries together, but still, there's no such thing as a worldwide patent. Wow, I didn't know that. So it's a national thing. Okay, well, that's something new yes. that we learn something new what every day. What makes it more com What ma it, it becomes simpler to understand if one thinks of the fact that it's got to be in a local language. And if you think how many right. languages there are. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. So one can download patents from the internet and then read them. So isn't it just better to keep my idea secret and then no one can copy it? Yeah, so obviously you can go onto the internet, and if you're bored now, you can type in WIPO, it's called WIPO, and they have a website, it's the World Intellectual Property Organization, and there one can find patents from all over the world, and you can read the most interesting patents. But what does that mean? It means that when you filed your patent application, after a period of about 18 months, it gets published on the internet. Now, you have a patent, so it means no one is supposed to copy what you've done, even though it's published. But some people say, well, I don't want people to know what it is, so I'll just keep it secret. After all, uh, uh, Coca-Cola's recipe has been secret for 100 years. Surely I can keep a secret. Well, the problem with keeping a secret is that it's very, very difficult to keep. So first of all, if it's something you can just see, you know, if I've got a new fishing reel or a new fishing hook that I've invented, well, if it's lying next to me while I'm sitting on a rock fishing, somebody walks by, they see it, and there it is, your secret's gone. If it's something like a recipe or a formulation for a product, you can perhaps keep it secret for a while until one of your employees leaves you, takes a recipe with them, it leaks out somehow, etc. So, Trying to keep it secret is not a great idea. 
it's very, very difficult to keep such things secret. If you file a patent, you don't have to keep it secret because you have protection under the law. Okay, so, but here's another scenario. What if you have people you show your idea to and then you get them to sign a a non-disclosure agreement, also known as an NDA? Does that protect me as well as my patent? So, this sometimes happens. People will approach me and say, look, I I first need to show it to some people because I'll get them to sign the NDA, the non-disclosure agreement. Now, here's the problem with a non-disclosure agreement. If one just asks the question quickly, like I just said it, it sounds fine. After all, they sign a document that says, I promise not to talk about the invention you're showing me, use it myself, tell anybody about it, etc. Where the problem comes in is, you sit across a table from someone, you describe your invention to them, and they sign the document to say, I promise not to discuss anything that you tell me. But tomorrow, they say, no, 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 you didn't tell me that. You told me something else. So where is your proof of what you told them about, which they are supposed to keep secret in the non-disclosure? The difficulty is, is that if you want a watertight non-disclosure, you actually have to draft a document which would look quite similar to a patent document in which you describe the invention in great detail. And then you get somebody to sign a document to say, this which is attached in this attached description, I promise to keep secret. But if you've actually done all that work, you're better off filing the patent, then you don't have to rely on believing people that they will keep something secret or they won't keep it secret. Okay, yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's very interesting. So let's say now, Janusz, someone copies your invention and you have a patent. What on earth do you do about it? So this is an important issue because, unfortunately, this is not a criminal matter. So you can't say you can't go down to the police station with your patent and say, Yanni stole my idea. I have a patent and he's copying me. I want you to go and arrest him. Unfortunately, this is more a case of somebody borrowed something from you and didn't give it back. You have to sue them. Mm. So you would have to you would have to go to court in what we call a civil matter. It's not a criminal matter. And you will claim from them money for using your invention without your permission or getting an interdict to prevent them from carrying on using your invention. There's unfortunately no government body or entity that will step in and stop them for you. You would have to do it yourself through the legal processes. Oh, okay. So it's not as easy as just running to the police station. That's uh, interesting to know. Um, Janusz, what do you do if your invention is copied and you don't have a patent, only an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, uh, or you were keeping it uh, secret? It's very problematic. Uh, There's actually, yeah, first of all, you're going to have to try and determine whether the person that's copied you is connected somehow to the person to whom you disclosed it under an NDA. So let me tell you how these things typically play out. You have an NDA with a company and a person signs an NDA and he says he will keep it secret. But this weekend, he has a bri at home while the rugby is on and he tells his neighbor, I had this guy who came to me and he gave me this most amazing idea, which I'm supposed to keep secret, so don't tell anyone, but this is what he told me. The neighbor thinks this is really a good idea. So the neighbor goes off and soon, sooner than you know, on TV, you see your product advertised, but the guy that's advertising it, you've never met and you don't know. 
So how does your NDA help you? Not at all, because there's no NDA between you and the guy that's on TV advertising the product. So this is the problem with the NDA situation, is that unless the person who actually spoke to you and signed the NDA is the one who's copying you, there's very little you can do about it. One can try and do forensic investigations and try and determine if there's a link between that person and the one you gave the information to confidentially. It's very often a waste of time and impossible to prove. Yeah, that sounds uh, a bit problematic there. So uh, I don't think an NDA is very safe in uh, this case. It's not a very good option. Um, Unfortunately, mm -hmm. I'm not a great proponent of an NDA because it still relies on this relationship between you and the person you told. Yeah. And unfortunately, not everybody's trustworthy. Exactly. Exactly. And then, Yanush, our very last question for today, is there any protection for an idea before you develop it? So this, uh, the reason why I think this is such a good question is that I'll be at the proverbial bribe and somebody will tell me, yeah, I'm a patent lawyer. And they'll say to me, oh, you're a patent attorney. You know, I was the guy that invented the airbag. And you know, I sat on it, I thought about it, I should have gone to Volvo and told them about it, and look, now the idea's gone. (laughs) And then when you start speaking to the guy, you realize, actually, he didn't invent an airbag. He thought in his head, gee, it would be nice if there was something that when you had an accident, like a balloon blew up and prevented you from hitting your head against the windscreen. But he doesn't know how would you do it what equipment you would use to make it. So he actually hasn't invented anything. He just had an idea. Some ideas are crazy, some are not. And the bottom line is there's no protection in ideas until you've developed it enough that something can be done with it. Mm. So it's not sufficient to simply identify a problem and say, I wish there was a solution for this problem. Saying you wish there's a solution for a problem doesn't mean you've invented anything. You've only invented something when you come up with how do you solve the problem and you can write down on paper and make some drawings. This is how I would solve the problem. So if you had to, uh, uh, just uh, lastly, if you had to give us a summary of what somebody should do with an idea that he or she thinks is really going to change the world, what would be the very first thing you would tell them to do? Okay, so let me just stick to one thing if you've got a minute or two. First of all, keep it secret. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. Keep it secret. Very, very important. Uh, There's a second reason to keep it secret, and that is that in order to get a patent, your invention has to be secret at the time that you file your patent application. I haven't mentioned it up to now, but it's very important to mention it now. Mm. So keep it secret. Then either start developing it yourself to a point where it, at least a crude version can be made, although you don't have to make the version, you must at least have developed it that far, or find someone to develop it with you and then you enter into some joint agreement with them where they can provide the technical skills and you can provide the finance, but you now work on it together. And, and that is really how you roll forward. And then you go and see your patent attorney and you file a patent application before you start marketing it showing it to anyone, putting it on TikTok or Facebook or anything like that. So keep it secret. <laughs> very, very important. Yanush, uh, thank you so much. That was very interesting. How do we get in touch with you? 
Yes, so uh, I'm at Hahn and Hahn uh, in Pretoria, although I often uh, work out of my Cape Town office as well. And we can be found at www.hahnlaw.co.za. I'm sure the link will be on the website of this radio uh, podcast. Definitely. Janusz, thank you so much as always for your time and your uh, knowledge. It's a very, very interesting topic today. And I hope that uh, our listeners will find it valuable. I'm pretty sure they will. Thank you very much, John. Are you or your business in trouble and struggling to find a solution? Call Hahn and Hahn Attorneys as we assist clients in finding solutions. We specialize in consumer and food law, commercial and construction law, forensic investigations and administrative law. Visit hahnlaw.co.za. That's H-A-H-N. We assist clients nationwide. Hahn and Hahn Attorneys. Because we care. Don't miss Legal Talk with Hahn and Hahn Attorneys Wednesday mornings at 10 on E-Radio.